Welcome to this week's episode of Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I might be Jesus. Well, while you're dealing with your Christ complex, we're going to be talking about the pilot of Deadly Class this week. Yeah, can you believe it was just a shot-for-shot remake of the first (laughs) episode of Saved by the Bell? I can believe it because I actually made that decision. Oh, that was you? Yeah. Oh, great job, And we say everything turned out great. This episode is over. Thank you for joining us. Join us next week when we talk about other stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll see you guys later. Uh, This is Deadly Class. It takes place in 1987. In San Francisco. And I, I really wish they would have done the 10-year challenge and put it in 97 so they could have featured prominently the mega hit uh, Tub Thumping by the greatest man of I all time, say, Chumba Wumba. So they could have a crossover with Full House. Oh, man. In San Francisco. Uh, let me just tell you that Jesse from Full House is definitely a serial killer. <laughs> Well, don't worry about it. I haven't watched Fuller House. I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, it gets really dark, guys. Uh, but we're both, we were really excited for this. Deadly Class, the show, I believe, was your most anticipated TV show of the year. If it I'm not was, much. yeah. Yeah, and Deadly Class was my comic of the year last year, too. If you read the books, this lived up to the hype. If you are just tuning in for the first time, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how your thoughts are on this. Yeah, we're going to try to avoid spoilers as best we can for the comics. Uh, mass yes, current with the no comics. Spoilers for the comics. Yeah. Spoilers for the show. Yeah. Uh, and Matt's prepared to record this episode. He's wearing a Deadly Class T-shirt. Yeah. And just double down. He's wearing his black science hat. Uh, a Rick Remender book. So yeah. Yeah. So he's R.I.P. Well Rick Remender. Wait. <laughs> no, he's alive. He's I don't fine. think you know what R.I.P. means. <laughs> no, I really don't. Rock out in peace. <laughs> yeah, rock in peace. Just, just turn it down. Don't disturb the neighbors. But you play some TSOL. Yeah. Just on your R.I.P., brother. <laughs> yeah, Rock exactly. peace, brother. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, the show is, I would say, it is very much like there are scenes ripped directly from the pages of the comics. Yeah. We were just watching this with uh, your wife who just recently read it. And she's like, this is like the exact same thing as the yeah. comic. There's must be great moments like even there's that little moment where they're on the roof with Petra. Uh, Marcus, sorry. Marcus. Uh, Petra and Billy's on there, and Billy changes the tape. Uh, like just little moments like that. But I'm jumping ahead of myself. Uh, yeah, let's start at the beginning. Um, and the beginning actually starts in the middle. Yeah, it really. Uh, does. Which this is a part that's really not like the comics because the comics yeah. just starts out with Marcus by himself. Uh, but Marcus sitting in the classroom, he gets passed a note. Uh, what's his face? Lynn, uh, Master, Master Lynn. Uh, catches a note. Wax Brandy in the face with the cane. Brandy is a Nazi. Yeah. Southern Dixie. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, My yeah. apologies. Yeah. But yeah, she's a Nazi. They deserve way yeah. more respect. Than and I she did. starts bleeding from the nose. And then Marcus looks horrified. And then we cut to Marcus standing outside the burned down orphanage uh, where he previously resided. Yeah. And it kind of goes into his homeless past. And uh, let me just say, I don't really approve of how this show glamorizes the homeless lifestyle. I really, really worry about you. You think that's glamorizing? <laughs> what? It totally was glamorization. Uh, Marcus is eating Big Macs out of the trash. It made me miss the clamshell of the old McDonald's uh, back before they tried to care about the environment. Yeah, that sweet, sweet styrofoam clamshell. Yeah. Uh, Has but, anything ever tasted as good as your food with just a little bit of styrofoam? No, taste nothing. To it? Yeah. I didn't think so. Yeah. 
That's why I only styrofoam plates. When I go to a fancy restaurant, I bring my own. So he eventually gets into a little bit of mess. Also, spoilers for the episode. I said though. that. Oh, You're did good. you? Yeah. Okay, good, good. We talked. We said the word spoilers like ten times already. Okay. Um, I really want to talk about uh, Marcus accidentally, and this is right at the beginning, accidentally smoking angel dust. Oops. Whoopsie. Yeah. Let me tell you, though, they really nailed what it's like to accidentally smoke angel dust because that's happened to me like four times. <laughs> yeah, you actually walked into your own Dia, uh, Dios Parade every single time. I did, too, and it's very Which, odd. again, is straight from the comics. Yeah, every um, time I accidentally smoke PCP, uh, Ronald Reagan's there, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, hearing Reagan give his anti-drug speech uh, to Marcus Pink through the TV, the Reagan impersonator that they got was great, whoever voiced They him. really nailed yeah. it. Um, and then we stumbled in the parade where he's being followed. And he sees Maria uh, wearing the Dios Muertos regalia, which is, I mean, I, I can't, I will keep saying it, I can't say it enough, but just straight from the comics too. Like, they really capture Wes Craig's art onto the screen so well. Yeah, we should talk about Wes Craig more because that guy's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, but. Did you like this scene right here? This, uh, it was like a an introduction to some of the main characters. Yes. In a weird. Uh, angel dust infused nightmare scenario yeah, for Marcus. I, I thought it was great. I mean, w- like you said, cops chasing him down. It was shot beautifully. Uh, it gave that manic, distorted feeling really well. And then we introduced to Willie, Saya, Maria, uh, Billy, and then eventually Master Lynn as well, too. Yes. And here's where this is literally the only part of the entire episode that I absolutely hated was right afterwards. They get Marcus in a room uh, after he's rescued from the cops. And then he tells Master Lynn to eat shit. And everyone's like, oh, oh, oh my God, fuck you. None of these people like each other or really know each other very well. But they're all like working together. And it's very forced and kind of awkward. I don't know. When you learn that Master Lynn is lurking in the shadows, you're like, "Uh oh, (laughs) I better stand up for this guy. Yeah. Because he bloodies your nose over passing a note. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe he assigned all these people this task separately, but it it seems kind of weird. Yeah. They just happen to be the main characters, Alex. Yeah, of course. That's called good writing. Yeah, I think it's called lazy writing, but it's it's fine. That's the only part I didn't like. That's my complaint. You can can go home now. This podcast is over. Yeah, There's no complaints allowed. We're ending it because I have one complaint. Yes. Fine. Done. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But... A lot of the time focuses on Marcus's introduction into King's Dominion, which is a school. He accepts it after uh, Saya basically finds him up on the bell tower and kisses him. And that's enough to win him over. Yeah. And plus the fact that he's a homeless teenager living on the streets. Life is much better when you have a cute girl trying to win you over. And here's yeah. the thing, though. King's Dominion, this school, is full of assassins and serial killers from some super rich families. And just a quick side note about serial killers. Uh, I, I have to clear something up. John Wayne Gacy did not do it. That man is innocent. Okay. Well, um, that is not an official stance of the podcast because he most definitely did do it. I don't know why he felt the need to clear something up that was obviously didn't need to be cleared up. I had to clear the air, my friend. Okay. Just had to clear it up. So you always choose to die on some weird hills. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> that I'm not sorry. Well, okay. Well, maybe maybe John Wayne Gacy was a previous student of King's Dominion. I bet he was. Uh, because we saw Lee Harvey Oswald's gun. Yeah. Um, there as well too. So just waiting for that clown mask to show up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really prove my yeah. theory. Um, one thing I love too is 
Billy quickly befriends Marcus because they're outsiders, because they have no friends. Uh, they don't love to the clicks. But I loved how when they're in the cafeteria, the camera pans around to the different clicks. We see the pink text on screen for the preps. Uh, First World Order, um, the Hessians, uh, and everyone else. Too. The Yakuza. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool because that, that is a big part of the comics. Uh, it's the different clicks in the backgrounds of everyone. Yeah, and I loved how A-Punk by Vampire Weekend was definitely playing. That was definitely not playing. I do love that song. That's something to do with punk rock, and they should change the title. They should be sued by punk rock and roll. Uh, but <laughs> this show did have an amazing soundtrack. It really did. Um, there's also a lot of tragedy in this first episode with Marcus's parents getting crushed to death by a schizophrenic yeah. elderly woman yeah. who jumps off a building and yeah. and lands on them. Has that ever happened to your parents? It has not, but... Lucky? Um, yeah, thankfully, Ronald Reagan didn't close a bunch of uh, mental institutions around that time whenever we were walking the streets of San Francisco. Yeah, I really appreciate yeah. that he didn't do that. Which, me. of course, goes back to... I love, too, that they got that line from the comics where Marcus says his goal is to kill Ronald Reagan. Yeah, which is yeah. A, kind of an overwhelming theme. And yeah. to bring it a little full circle with the comics without really spoiling anything, they actually just brought that up again for the first time in I don't know how many trades. Yeah, good because because it's been in the, it's been a hanging thread uh, since because it's a big thread. Like yeah. it's it's a major major uh, issue, and I'm glad that it's it's coming back. Yep, trade um, eight, uh, comic one. You'll get to you'll get to see a little bit of that again. Uh, it's talked about. But uh, go back to the soundtrack. Music is a big part of the comics itself. Uh, Petra, the goth, is always defending her love of what was goth music at the time in the 80s. Uh, Billy is very passionate about his punk rock. At some point in the comics, they go to an adolescent show uh, where they play Kids of the Black Hole. Uh, And so the soundtrack needed to be on point for this. And you you talked last year a lot about how a good soundtrack can really elevate a show. And I think the soundtrack was near flawless for this first episode. Yeah, it, there's a lot of songs I didn't know because I'm not super familiar with 80s, uh, especially like the non-pop stuff. Because yeah. I grew up with 80s pop, which kind of sucked, but you know, it, it is what it is. I didn't really get to see this underground stuff, and it really kind of opened my eyes a little bit. And I'm very excited to pull up the Spotify playlist, which I'm sure exists. Yeah, it, it, you can follow, you can find this, uh, the playlist for the entire season uh, on Spotify. But in this pilot episode, we get the descendants, we get echo and the bunny men, we get X, we get killing joke, obviously taking their name from the great comic, the killing joke as well, too. Uh, That's a comic. Uh, yes. It's, it's a very funny one. Very lighthearted. It sounds hysterical. all ages. Um, so I'm looking forward to more. I'm looking, I really like, I want to see them at the adolescent show. Uh, I want to hear some Black Flag, and of course, to be almost awesome to hear Black Flag, since Henry Rollins is in the episode too. Uh, I didn't see Henry Rollins. I saw Henry Winkler there. <laughs> uh, he looks not a day over from when he was the Fonz. No, no, no. It's he, the same. He can't fit in that jacket anymore, not because he got fat, because he just gained a lot of muscle. Yeah, yeah. jacked. Uh, Rollins is great too. His character was more subdued as the Poison Lab professor. I really, this is some liberties that they took with this show that they don't have in the book, really kind of getting into the courses. Absolutely love this. Yeah. And they took a little bit more liberties. They introduced characters that don't get introduced till later in yeah. the run. They made it very Harry Potter-esque if Harry Potter yes. was full of bloody murder and yeah. fucking. It's, it's Hogwarts meets Assassins. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Um, 
So that's what you want more going forward is more Henry Rollins and more Black Flag? Yes. I mean, really, really just more punk rock. I just want more angel dust experiences going forward. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. at least two in every episode. I don't know if you're going to get that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, really, too, aside from Henry Rollins and Benedict uh, Wong as, as Master <laughs> uh, as Master Lin, uh, I wasn't really familiar with any of the actors. No. But Same. I thought they did a, a great job. Uh, Marcus was great. Like, he nailed they the way acted, Marcus. They acted, all right. Yeah. Uh, Billy, Billy was fantastic. Billy looks like he's just, he's just a fun character to play, too. He looks like the incarnation of that character. Yes. You know who I didn't like, though, uh, as far as acting is concerned? Maybe it'll change some. I didn't like Saya very much. Yeah, actually, I was going to bring up Saya, too, because Saya is a major player in the comics, but she yeah. didn't get a lot of screen time. So I'm on the fence. I'm not willing to say either way, because she didn't have much to work with, I felt like. Sure. Um Sai in the comics has always like got a grimace, yeah. and this was more like a pout. Yeah, that you know what true. I mean. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I, just to be honest, yeah, no, and I fair, agree. I agree with you. I think that's kind of um, what it was. So, but that also could be too because we learned that her assignment is still Marcus, and so we don't know what she's up to as well. So that could have been an acting choice to try and move Marcus as Maria is trying to win over Marcus as well, or playing games with Marcus. We don't really know, which is another great thing about this show is you Marcus doesn't know who to trust at all, aside from probably Billy. Yeah, that guy, he he doesn't give a shit. Um, What about, what do you think about their assignment to go and find someone to kill? When Marcus goes and leaves, because he's like, fuck this school, I'm getting beat up, I'm a little bitch. I think he said that. Yeah, again, it was straight from the comics as well. That's one thing I was missing early, was I really enjoy Marcus's and Willie's relationship in the comics. So I'm glad we got to experience that in the pilot. I did enjoy the juxtaposition too, of whenever earlier in this episode, Marcus... Uh, threatens Chico and tries to beat him up and Chico holds a knife to his throat to try and make him admit something and Marcus refuses to but later Willie holds a gun to Marcus's head uh, to make him admit that the Dark Phoenix is a better comic book run than the 80s indie comics and Marcus relents so to him he'd rather take his own life uh, and not admit that he's a bitch but he, but he will not take his own life because deep down he knows that the Dark Phoenix run by Chris Claremont and John Byrne is a much better comic book run than the 80s. I think comics. it was just because he liked Willie, honestly. And you know what, though? To be honest, more people should have guns pulled on them for disrespecting the X-Men. Yeah, I agree. The, <laughs> the death penalty. <laughs> you heard it here, yeah. folks. Yeah. There's an official stance, yeah. an official stamp of approval from the henchmen of comics. Yeah. I'm not pro-gun, but if you disrespect the X-Men, <laughs> I mean, no one's going to convict you of a crime. Granted, we are not lawyers. This is satire. This cannot be used against us in a this court of law. This is satire. Oh, the, the, this moment we cannot be used. Oh, okay. Gotcha, Aside from gotcha. that, we are we are historians. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we are we, some of the greatest yeah, historians exactly. of all time. We're creating history uh, as we speak. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Um. So he and Willie go and they kill a homeless man who has killed many other. Which uh, of course probably still led you to believe how gl- glamorous homeless life was. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not want to kill a lot of homeless people after you watched this episode? I can't say I did. <laughs> oh. Because none of them disrespected the X-Men. Me neither, Wink. I did not want to do that. Not even for a minute. Yes. The the audible Wink, the most effective form of being sly. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody caught yeah. that one. No. I'm so sneaky. Yeah. You're ready for King's Minion right now. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well be a spire at this point. Uh, what would you rate this episode on a scale of 1 to 3,000? Okay. Well, I'm going to do on a scale of 10 because any number higher than 10 scares me. 
so I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a nine. Uh, Alex is a writing major and is deathly afraid of numbers. He, he words he can handle, yeah, but numbers exactly. terrified this yeah. man. So Boy, you said a nine? Yeah, that's high praise. I will equal your nine with a nine point one. <laughs> I guess that makes me just the worst judge. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you hear that, everybody? Alex hates this show. Really? I mean, the only reason that like it would be 10 for me was just because like I knew everything that was coming. Yeah. And like, I was happy with that, too. Do you think that people who are first-time um, watchers or observers to this series are going to like this? I think so. Uh, I, especially when you compare it to sci-fi's other uh, programs as well. Uh, I, I liked th- it better than Krypton. Yeah, I, I, I thought the pilot for Krypton was good too. But th- this is just another level. We haven't mentioned it yet, but the Russo brothers produce this. Yeah. Uh, as well. So they have their backing. They're not the showrunners, they're the director or anything. Yeah, the Ruski brothers are my two uh, favorite Russian uh, producers slash writers. That's, w- that's what their name means, yes. <laughs> uh, they did uh, a little movie that was pretty popular. Community on, Season 3, Episode 8. Yeah, they yeah. did that, and they did a movie in 2018. You might have seen it uh, or even heard of it, uh, Avengers Infinity War. Uh, and they're also doing an Avengers Infinity game. So they've done a couple things. And then they're doing the Avengers Deadly Class crossover as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Shut your mouth. I would yeah. love that. I would be <laughs> I would be rock hard watching that. I don't think that my mouth would ever close. I okay. would just be wide mouth. Okay. Well, if you can close your mouth for a second. I can't. Uh, I do have a question to ask you, and then you oh, can open it again. Okay. Uh are you gonna keep watching the series week to week? Are you gonna wait till all episodes are done and check it out? Alex or are you, knows, are you just done? You know that I am notoriously terrible at following up on my commitment to watch some of these shows. Yeah. Uh, especially some that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. watch the shit out of this. And Alex, like the next week we record, he's like, did you watch it? Like, it was so good. I was like, oh, nope. Yeah, this is what happens is watching me is like, well, I I worked. I read a lot of comics. And then I watched a lot of reality TV. Yeah. I really did enjoy the pilot. I, I, I need to catch up. I, I'm going to catch up. The Real Housewives and Botched are not going to watch themselves, my friend. And you think he's joking, but he's being dead serious. Yeah, my girlfriend kind of forces it upon me, but <laughs> at this point, I just roll it, with it, it. Is that a hate crime? I kind of think it is. Yeah, I think you know so what shows that we watch that I want? Almost none. <laughs> That's not necessarily true at all. I'm ready for the league class Real Housewives crossover. Oh, my God. I would also be very hard for yeah. that too. But, but yes, to answer your question, absolutely. This is one that I think that when you come back to me next week and you say, okay, did you watch the second yeah. episode? I'll be like, motherfucker, I've seen it twice. Yeah. So your priority for like your own shows now are going to be John Glazer loves gear and then deadly class. Yes. Yeah. Week to week. Uh, I would ask you the same question, but I know that your answer is yes. And I can already see the, the boner growing in your pants. So I don't even think I need to, to bring it up. But I do have a question for you. Something not related to this podcast. Okay. Uh, well, it's related to this podcast in general, uh-huh. not this episode. Did you see the eight-second snippet for uh, HBO's The Watchmen? No, I did not. Fantastic. Then we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I don't watch teasers. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I watch a lot of HBO. Yeah, I, I did watch. Uh, I, I watch a lot of Emmanuel. The Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. I haven't seen it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I know well, that is our current event segment for the week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you watch this? No. Hey, did you watch this? Nope. <laughs> yeah. 
Good, there's no yeah, discussion. Stellar planning and notes, as always, for anything outside of our main segment. Yeah, the henchmen of comics really uh, henchmen it up yeah, this time. If We're nothing if not prepared. Yep, 100%. Um, so, what do you want from this series going forward? Because I answered with more yeah. angel dust. I just want more punk rock. More yeah, punk rock. Yeah. Okay. And true. I'm really, I am really curious. And I don't want to spoil the comics here. Like Good Charlotte or Simple Plan? I would love Good Charlotte. Uh, oh god shut just up. nothing but the little things just for play and repeat <sighs> um but one thing i'm really curious about is there's a lot of major events that happen in the comics uh from storyline to storyline and i'm curious to see how accurate that's going to be because it could require some major changes i don't really want to say anything without spoiling it we'll probably touch upon it again when we do our year end of the li- year end list there's a bunch of comic stuff coming out this year but i wouldn't be surprised if this makes it in at least one of our top tens uh, this will, I guarantee will be in both of our top tens. Like shut up, act like it's not going to be dumb, <laughs> dumb. Um, yeah. Look forward to that podcast where we're going to talk about deadly class again in 11 and a half months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks for that promotion, Alex. I'm sure no everyone's going to be like, all right, I'm, I they, only like deadly class. They've I'll already set a reminder next in, January. in their calendar on their phone. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's ex- episode of Henchman of comics. Next week, we'll be talking about the, Number one for the month of January. As always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. You can find us on the Instagrams, the Twitters, the Facebooks. Oh, please. Wait. No, no. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. Okay. Like and subscribe to our podcast, guys. Um, Do I need to beg and plead right now? (laughs) I'm on my hands and my knees. Please like and subscribe. Yes. That's the most effective form. And download. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I am the King's Dominion. Henchman ain't easy. No, it ain't.